Hey there, it's Lily. Today, Aaron, Kara, and I talk about soul care versus self-care. How do you fill up your cup? What makes you feel satisfied with your life? Is it buying the latest hot item, getting that pedicure, reading the Bible, journaling? We talk about how important soul care is for you and how taking care of yourself physically and mentally affects your daily life. Let's get started. Welcome back to More Jesus Less Sugar. This is Lily and I have um, Kara and Aaron with me and I am once again in Aaron's driveway sitting in my car and um, with Aaron and Kara where are you at? Just in the old recording studio aka the downstairs spare bedroom kind of stuck in the closet a little bit. <laughs> awesome awesome okay well yeah, I'm Good morning. I'm excited about this episode only because this one is a, it, it's pretty deep, you know, once we start thinking about soul care versus self care. And I think um, that nowadays, <laughs> listen, nowadays, um, we get as, as a society, we get a little confused at times, I think. Of what that looks like um, self-care to me is your pedicures your manicure your manicure why can't I talk I've only had two sips of my tea so sorry oh gosh um, manicures and pedicures hey <laughs> Lily yes. can talk okay um, and the family vacations and oh I need a girls night and oh I need this and I'm gonna go shop for a little purse or whatever that is in your mind um to me that's um, more of us self-care and that's maybe even borderline in my mind um, in order to if you're buying those things if you need that manicure if you need to go out on that trip in order to feel better I really want you to next time you do that I want you to think about am I truly feeling better after that trip or after that I buy that one thing um, and if you do feel better how long do you feel better for is it an hour is it a day is it a week I'm just curious um, so I'd love for you as a listener to go out there and and really hone in on that next time um, and versus your soul care is regardless if you no matter where you are in your walk of faith right now um, if you if you're a non-believer or if you are a believer um, what are you doing to feed your soul are you reading any books or listening to any books um, and if so what are they um, are you going through that are you doing an exercise class because to me that is in my for Lily Chambers that's a soul care that's for me running is so emotional um, and spiritual for me um, or are you taking time to meditate to maybe go to a yoga class where you can really just focus in on your breathing your body your soul your your inner being right um, I think that's just these two things are 
I, I just love this topic. Kara brought it up and I think she hit the nail on the head right now as we're transitioning out of, hey, everything's starting to open up because COVID is, you know, the vaccines are rolling out and people are getting them and, and people are excited to get out and about. But um, also just what are we doing for ourselves? Um, Self-care versus soul care. And um, Kara, when yeah, you- Yeah, there was one thing that you said, Lily. Um, you said, what are you doing for your inner being? And I think, um, I kind of got my brain rolling as you were saying that, um, your inner being, and I think sometimes we don't think we need soul care or, you know, we just kind of neglect it or I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I know I tend to do that. I don't want to inconvenience anybody else. So I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But I think, um, what I've noticed is, um, when certain things happen, or, um, you know, if somebody says something to me and my response is a negative or even about myself, if I, you know, look in the mirror and there's something I, I'm like, oh, I don't really like that. Or, um, you know, outside of just the normal, not a big fan of my ears. You know, if there's something that it, like hit me a little bit deeper, yeah. um, I, I think I notice, oh. I think I need to work on my soul a little bit. There's some sort of disconnect in my inner being. There's something that's just off kilter a little bit that I need to work on myself. And the, yeah, like what you said, it's bigger than just a pedicure. That's not going to fix it. It might be relaxing for a minute and that's important. And it's okay to treat ourselves. Yes. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you replace that and think, think that that is going to fix, um, a negative spot in your thinking or um, a lot of self-doubt that you're having that you're not working on building confidence within yourself or being um, you know confident in who God created you to be I think that's when we start replacing the soul care that needs to happen with self-care to distract us and we need to flip those things yes Yes. Because that's going to be the game changer when we spend more time doing soul care instead of self-care. Oh, yeah. And it can be just as little as, you know, um, meditating or praying for those two minutes in the morning. And we'll go back to that goal setting one of, hey, just increase every day by 1%, right? Um, or go back to your the doubt episode where um, self-doubt really starts to eat away at you and you know starts telling you no you're not good enough no you are worthy enough and you can do whatever whatever you are meant to do right you can do it um and i think that soul care and care just kind of what you just said is um at times i think we get them confused self versus soul care you know and um and it sorry I'm rambling a little bit it it was um like just as little as those two minutes of praying or meditating um or is it something big in your life that you do need a change um and you're never going to figure out what you do need to work on or what you do need a change unless you take that time to reflect and really look inside yourself and ask those tough questions and to really take the time to dig deep and and realize what is eating away at me and that pedicure isn't going to fix it the new house isn't going to fix it the changing your job isn't going to fix it 
Um, unless, yeah. you know, you really have to take care of your soul, of, of your inner being until, so you can really flourish in the, in the life that you have built for sure. Yeah. But I think you pointed out a couple of good things there too, Lily. If you're, if you're just always chasing something, if you're chasing the bigger house, if you're chasing the, the better job, and those are good goals to have, yeah. but when they're, when it's keeping you in a place of discontent and thinking that when you get those things, you, then you've arrived, then you'll be content. Um, a bigger house will probably only cause more discontent because I love to have a clean house. <laughs> yeah. A bigger house, you can't, you can't keep that clean. <laughs> um, but that doesn't matter because if you have a healthy soul and if you're taking care of that part of you, the outside circumstances can be a little chaotic and a little crazy. But if you've got a healthy soul, you're going to be able to face that head on and it's going to look a little different and it's going to feel different and you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just glad you said that about the contentment because that was, um, that's kind of what I was thinking too, is I think is, it's about balance, just like everything else that we've talked about, the soul care, um, and the self care. I think that you can have a, a great balance between the two and that you can, um, maybe even do one while you're doing the other, you know, kind of yeah. like you said, some yeah. of your self care of, um, you're spending some time praying while you're getting that pedicure or you know like you can do both at the same time but we just need to make sure that we are identifying if we do have that soul care going on in our lives um and I just wrote down a couple things uh practical things that we could be doing to to work on our soul care just just some little things that may seem obvious um also wanted to bring in a little bit of scripture I am all up in psalms I have lots of (laughs) lots of verses from psalms today but I uh I don't know I was just kind of excited uh soul the word soul is in the bible a lot and um, yes a lot a lot Mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of wisdom when you go looking for that and so Um, I'll just kind of go down my list here, but I thought the first one, and you guys touched on it a little bit too, but, um, from a health perspective and as I've talked a lot on the podcast, um, when it comes to health and fitness, um, and the physical therapy realm, we talk a lot about moving and make sure you keep moving, keep moving. Motion is lotion. Motion (laughs) is lotion. Keep going. Move, move, move. Um, but I think when we talk about soul care, it's, um, in a lot of ways, it's uh, the opposite where Mm. we're actually, um, asked to slow down and be still and know that he is God. And, um, I think that's very difficult for a lot of us, me included, um, sitting and reflecting and having my phone away from me, nowhere near me, where I'm just sitting there and seeking him quietly without any distraction is difficult. And so um, that would be the first thing that I would say is uh, be still. And I say, you know, I know we talked about even if it's two minutes, I just challenge everyone 10 minutes, try to find 10 minutes. Um, it's going to be really hard at the beginning. Um, you're going to, your mind is going to probably feel very distracted and you're going to feel like you're all over the place. But Mm -hmm. the same thing that we talk about with practice, it will get easier with time. Your mind will be able to slow down and be still, but you have to um, commit to it daily. And, um, with that is, um, I think as we become still, the other thing that I had written down was making sure that we're staying in touch with the Holy Spirit. 
um, I think is really important when it comes to soul care. Um, the, the verse that I have there, and I'm going to have to find it because, like I said, I have lots of verses I wanted to share. Um, this one is Psalm 23, 3. Anybody know it by heart? It's I a do good not. one. I do not. Um, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and read the whole Psalm 23 because it is amazing. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. That's in verse 3. He guides me along right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So he refreshes your soul, um, but you have to slow down enough to seek him. And um, staying in touch with the Holy Spirit is a great, a great place to start. Um, the next one that I had written down is um, keeping his commands, um, which kind of surprised me. That one was like, hey, that's not an obvious thing when I think of soul care is that I need to be really diligent about listening to what God is telling me to do. Yes. But it is a big yes. part of what's going on with your soul because if we're being disobedient on things, then our soul is not going to be in content. It's going to be all over the place. And um, the verse that I had with that one, give me one second to get there, is in Psalms 19, um, 7 and 8. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. And um, I think right there it says the law of the Lord is perfect and it refreshes our soul. Um, committing to listening first and keeping his commands I think is essential. Um, and not easy thing to do because hey, yes. look at this Bible. There is like so many commands that God is telling us to do, oh, yeah. right? There's tons and it can get overwhelming of like, Oh, does that mean that I can never mess up or that I can't screw up? Well, no, that's not what we're saying. But when you feel like God is asking you to do something, you need to be obedient and do it. Yep. Um, hello podcast. Hello podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. That yes. is a great example, Lily. Yes. It could have been easy for you to be like, oh no, yes, I know you're asking me to do this, mm -hmm. but that's way too much time or I have way too much going on in my life, but, um, it fills your soul a it lot. Does. It does. And my yeah. soul and Kara's. And so, um, yeah, I'm thankful for that, that he wants to give us commands to listen to. Um, and then uh, daily prayer. I think that's an obvious one, but one that um, sometimes can be more of just like a quick, you know, and it's okay if it's quick, but um, to just committing to the daily prayer, I think helps um, fill our souls. Um, when you real quick, when yeah. you do your daily prayer, is it at night or in the morning or somewhere in between? Are you I regimented would say like that? I'm um, probably both and all throughout the day where I'm just, I mean, my prayer life is more just like talking to God. Um, I would say I'm probably most heaviest in the morning when I first wake up. Yeah. Um, every day when I, when my alarm goes off, the first thing that goes off in my head is, um, today is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. And I'm oh. usually saying it like that because I'm so <laughs> tired. 
And then as I roll over, I'm like, okay, today is the day. Let's go. Oh, awesome. So, um, yeah. And then you get a little chug of coffee and you're like, all right, today is the day. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. So, yeah, for me, prayer life is, um, I'm just, I'm just talking to God most throughout the day. And yeah. that has changed. I think it, it can just look like a constant conversation. Yeah. Just like you would with any friend. You can, you can pick up right where you left off. And I think if we seek to have that relationship with Christ, he's there waiting for us. Um, but we have to treat him, or, and we get to, it's a blessing to get to treat him more like a friend. And I do, I kind of like to check in with him throughout the day or, you know, oh, thank you for this. Or that was really hard. Or Lord, help me because <laughs> my five-year-old and I are not seeing eye to eye right now. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I'm more of a, I, I do pray throughout the day, but it's more through, more when I'm driving or when I'm running, um, or at, in the morning, I just say a quick thank you. And then at night is when I pray for those people that are on my heart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's good. Okay. Sorry. Um, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, I just have a couple more little things okay. and they all kind of like, you know, intertwined together. Um, but the next one that I wrote down is seek him always in the good, the bad, the indifferent, um, Psalm 63. Like I said, I am like loving Psalms right yes, now. Yes. Uh, but Psalm 63 one says you God are my God. Earnestly. I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. Um, that verse to me is just is so powerful because it's like in a dry and parched land where there is no water. The only thing that um, this writer, which would be David, right? Is that right? Sure. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, he. That's the only thing he knows to do in a moment where he is just he's dry, and so um, seeking him. And we know that um, the Bible also says that when when we seek him, we will find him. And so having that confidence that um, he will fill our soul, um, but we have to earnestly seek him. Um, And then one more verse, Psalm 143. Um, And this also goes with the seek him. And again, that looks different. And I think um, different phases of life, it looks different too. Um, as we have young, young kids and life is crazy, um, it's going to look different than when our kids are, you know, teenagers and they're out doing their own thing. And, um, and I think that's okay. And embracing that too. Um, and I like where you just said too, about having confidence in him. Um, just as, just as much as he has confidence in us. I've never thought of it that way of having confidence in the Lord. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, being sure of his promises. He didn't promise, he didn't promise, um, you know, money. He didn't promise a cure. He didn't promise all of these things that we expect of him. And it's okay to pray expectantly, knowing the power that that God has. But you have to also kind of pray into his will, that if this is your will. Um, But I think sometimes... I, I know I felt like, okay, this, this will happen. This will happen if I do this. But that's not always the case. But it's relaxing in God's will and knowing that it's His plan and not mine. And I don't necessarily have all of the control. But surrendering that to God and saying, I know I don't have control. 
and I'm still gonna trust you either way. Yeah. Um, it brings bring peace to my soul. Yeah, yeah, that is good. Yeah. Um, okay, now I'm finally here to Psalm 143. Okay. You know when you sometimes you open the Bible and you think you have the verse and then you read it and you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense to what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. I'm like, wait, what was I going with there? Um, anyways, I think I figured it out. Um, so Psalm 143, uh, 4 says, so my spirit grows faint within me. My heart within me is dismayed. I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on your works and consider what your hands have done. Um, and I think the reason that I, I wrote that one was because, or I listed that one down was because there, there's going to be times where we go through the valley or where there's going to be times where we feel like, oh, you know, I just don't feel anything. It feels dry. Um, you know, you keep coming and you're just like, I don't know. I just kind of feel law when I'm doing my soul care and I think the the important thing there is to just keep coming just keep coming coming back just keep coming back to it and consider the things that right here it says consider the things that his hands have done and meditate on how he has answered your prayers and I think with time that will help yeah you see what I'm saying yeah well and you um, that just brought it full circle as, hey, if you're feeling that dryness and you're seeking out the self-care, yeah. meaning um, the purses, the, the shopping, things. the mm-hmm. girls' night out, the high heels, the whatever you're going to go get, um, and you're thinking that, hey, yeah, that's going to help me, and it doesn't, you're going re- to gonna you're gonna remain dry. You're going to remain yeah. parched. And what that is, is you need to focus on your soul, yeah. not on the things. Right. Um, yeah. And real quick, from Magnolia, the Magnolia Journal, I got my in-laws. Thank you, Joyce. Um, she got me this for Christmas. And there was just a couple weeks ago, there was just this little insert, um, a little poem in it. And I just want to quick read it. There is time to sit still, time to dream, time to try, time to fail, time to learn, time to get to work, time to play, time to think, time to change your mind, time to start over, time to grow. There is no waste of time. And I just thought that went well with what you were just saying and care what you were saying um, about soul care versus self-care. That don't think you just meditating there or sitting there in silence is a waste of time right it truly isn't Um, you are working on yourself you're working on your soul and um, yeah there's truly no waste of time yeah but yeah and I have I have one um, one last thing one final thing here I was talking with a student the other day Um, her name is Jenica and she's just a phenomenal girl and we were just talking about um, sin nature and um, having healthy souls and just kind of like books we're reading. And we talked about to have a healthy soul, uh, you have to repent. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing that raw exposure um, into the light. It's that ripping away of sinful nature where we can let the light heal our wounds. Um, because a lot of times our whatever we're, our sinful nature is, that's kind of what we're, place, we're replacing God with. And we can't be whole and well if we're replacing God with something. And a lot of times it's that sinful nature. So she called it raw exposure. The ripping away of sinful nature 
so God can come in and heal it. Um, and although it's something that we might not necessarily want to address, um, it could be something as little as not getting what we want, not being in control, not surrendering things to God, having judgmental thoughts, negative thinking. Um, it's, sinful nature isn't always something that can be seen, but when we recognize it and surrender it to God or confess it or, you know, repent and ask for forgiveness, I think there's a huge healing that can take place. And so much rest can be brought to your soul because of that. Yep, I agree for sure. Yep. Yeah. Okay, ladies. So I know. Oh, go ahead, Kara. No, I was just, I was just gonna say I know if there's ever been something that I've like felt guilty about or you know like oh I shouldn't have done that I should say I'm sorry but I don't want to because it's been really really hard. I know once I take that step and either confess or say I'm sorry or to talk about it. Um, it gets rid of that unrest. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like, oh, okay. I feel like I can move on now. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe another way to put it is that guilty conscience. And, yeah, letting that be known and seeking your safe community where you can talk about things if you need to and let the light heal um, whatever you've been keeping in the darkness. Yeah. 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 Which we kind of talked about that one in the dark to light. Yeah, turning, turning on the light. light. Yep. Turning yep. on the turning light. On light. Yep. That's really good. Kara, would you mind closing this podcast out in a little prayer? Absolutely. Okay. Um, God, thank you so much for our souls and creating us. Um, this creating us. And God, help us to see who you've created us to be. Lord, help us to be disciplined in taking the time to uh, do some soul care. God, and not try and replace all the, the places in our life where you're supposed to be. Um, help us to be disciplined in not replacing you with anything of this world, Lord. And where we are, I pray that we can see it. And um, God, that you can show us a way to be healed so our souls can be at rest. And I pray that we have a, a kingdom focus, Lord, that we can keep our eyes fixed on you. So that way, when things in this world are a little chaotic, our souls are still rested well, Lord, so we can serve you and serve our families and our communities and our workplaces um, just better because we're healthy, um, because we have let the light heal our souls uh, instead of seeking other things. God, you are good. Thank you for these ladies. I just pray over our listeners, God, that they would be fueled um, to get to know you more, to rest in your presence more. Lord, you are good and faithful, and um, just thank you for the promises that you've given us. God, we love you. Amen. Amen. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. As always, you can reach out to Aaron, Kara, or myself on our Facebook page, More Jesus Less Sugar. Instagram at morejlessess, or connect with us by sending us an email at morejesuslesssugar at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for growing with us here at MJLS. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.